I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all got to start, start appreciating. And you got to stop disrespecting this man. You got AJ Brown, who's a legit number one. And you got Julio, who's a legit number one. One of them dudes got to get double teamed. Who going to get double teamed? And whoever gets double teamed, the other one gets the ball. I'm saying this with no pun intended, with full of pride. What a do, baby. It's another beautiful Monday. I'm here with my boy, Mike, who is happy to be a Bulls fan, but depressed as fuck that Matt uh, still has a coaching job. It is your boy, Pride, who at this point in time believes Mac Jones is the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, let that sink in. One Mike, thing for y'all, out, man. All our guys in health and safety protocols, so we ain't got a roster right now. Well, here's the funny thing about that. For the next two, your next two games have been postponed. Yeah, I just the seen Bulls, that. Yep, the next, your, the next two games, because of all the uh, all the stuff you guys have been going through with COVID, the next two games, they're like, yeah, you know, go home, relax, take a break, and uh, we'll just bring you back whenever. So... You know, good, it's going to be very interesting. We got a great episode in store for for you guys. Ben Simmons told you he wasn't trash. Teams want him. I thought he was horrible. Zion, Pelicans have a big decision they need to make with him. And we talk a little bit about the Cardinals. But before we get all that, something new we want to do is called Monday Mayhem. We're going to spit out some hot takes that we believe. In our heart of hearts, will happen. Mike, I'm gonna start with you. Well, this was a tough one. I had I had a bunch of hot takes. Something I ain't know which one I really want to believe, but this one is probably the most believable one that I'm I'm, I'm sticking to, and that's is Dame Lillard gonna finally be get fed up and ask for a trade out of Portland. Mm. That's my hot take. When you think he's going to do it? Um, I'm 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 gonna give them to the to the trade deadline. Mm. Okay, I like that one, and I, honestly, I'm hoping he does because Damian Lillard—they've been doing him so dirty. Yeah. Free Dame Lillard, by the way. Here's my hot take, and I'm about to do a whole 180. Um, uh, so Friday I did a pre-recorded show, right, and I did it right after the Pittsburgh game. Right. I originally because ben, basically Ben Roethlisberger, he's gonna leave. Right. He said, "I'm not gonna be back in Pittsburgh." You know, it is what it is. All that good shit. But he still genuinely believes he's gonna start in the NFL. Right. At first, I didn't believe it. I was like, "Who? Who in the right minds would do that?" But I'm doing a 180. I think I found a team who not only will reach for him, but they're going to literally cut their current quarterback to make it happen. I wholeheartedly believe next year, Ben Roethlisberger will be the starting quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Ben Roethlisberger is going to be their plan C. Maybe even plan D, right? They're going to try to go for Russ. Russ ain't going to go. They're going to go for A-Rod. Hey, Ronnie, go go. Which kind of next week? I'm, I'm gonna have another wild hot take. I, I need to see how things pan out. But Russ probably won't get there. I don't know if A. Rod still want to go there. And then they're kind of waiting for Deshaun Watson. Which even if he does get cleared, him going to the 49ers is very unlikely. So I genuinely, wholeheartedly believe to not only save money, but in a weird way, they actually believe this. I will not be shocked if somehow I know. Listen, it's only been a few days since I'm doing a full 180, but I wholeheartedly, like I, like I said, I said it on the episode that I started thinking about it. Right now, I wholeheartedly believe that next year Ben Roethlisberger is going to be suiting up and starting for the San Francisco 49ers. So, so what? So what you? So what would they do with Trey Lance? They're gonna keep him. They're gonna keep him and then they're gonna they're not because he's not Trey Lance is not ready. 
Trey Lance is not ready. There's a lot of people say, oh, yeah, he's ready. Like, nah, bro. The only thing he's ready for right now, maybe get a couple reps with the starters. But outside of that, Trey Lance is not ready. Like, why do you think they put him out there and, and they're basically using him as the Saints use Taysom Hill? That's how they use him because they, they don't they don't see nothing in him. You know what I mean? <clears throat> but a Rob from that area, you don't think he he'll want to go to San Francisco? I'm gonna I'm gonna give y'all two for one here. I'm gonna give y'all two for one in terms of hot takes, right? So, fuck it, why not? I'm gonna go. I'm, fuck it. Let's let's make it two for two. Aaron Rodgers is gonna end up staying in Green Bay. Now, in order for Ben Roethlisberger to go to San Francisco, a lot of dominoes gotta fall. Don't get it twisted. A lot of dominoes gotta fall. See, I, but next I'm, week, next week, ahead. I want to give. I want. I want to do someone give you. I want to give my. Let's do give a quarterback prediction of what we think they're gonna end up next year. I do got a feeling. Uh, I do got a high take too about uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers getting getting one of these quarterbacks. Like I feel like they are a sneaky favorite to get one of these all pro quarterbacks. Mm. Whereas, whereas uh, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, they gonna get somebody. Hundred percent. And like, and the way I like I said, the way I'm looking at it, man, do dominoes have to fall? Yes. And I know, literally on Friday, I literally just said, "There's no way Ben Roethlisberger will legitimately believe it. Like, there's no way he's gonna get it." But seeing how much money they can save, now I'm referring to the Niners. If you just cut Jimmy G, bring Ben Roethlisberger on a deal. You got a good run game. It's definitely not going to work. Don't get it twisted. But I would not be surprised if they take that reach, bro. I'm but, telling you. But it could, it could work because you got weapons that you ain't got to have him throw, throw the ball 40 times. You got Debo Samuel who can play running back and receiver. You got Kittle. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, you got Raheem Morstow. Who else? The other running back. They got they got shit ton of running backs. This is yeah, so they, they, they do got a shit ton of running backs. But here's my problem. The problem is I don't. Me personally, I don't think Ben Roethlisberger is going to go to a situation and then say, "Yeah, let's run the ball." You know what I mean? Like, look, but, let's call it what it is. He's got Najee Harris, and me. By the way, Rio, what's up, brother? Um, what's up, Rio? I I like Najee Harris a lot. Yeah, but if you're not willing to utilize Najee Harris in the run game, and you're and Ben Roethlisberger is desperate to have him more in the passing game, like I understand he can catch, but he's great at running the ball. You know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, bro, uh, Rio with the comment, um, bro, the Packers special teams damn near gave me a heart attack last night. Look, I'm gonna tell you this right now. That game, to me, was. Very intriguing. I liked it. I liked it. I really did. I mean, look, the Bears. I'm going to put it to you this way. That loss told me that the reason the Bears are in a position they are now is not because of lack of talent. That's what last night told me. Last night told me that if you give these guys a decent head coach, a head coach who knows what the fuck he's doing, I will say this. I genuinely believe you guys are seven and six and in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, because if you, if you, like, I'll, I'll watch every Bears game miserable. Like, this game, they played the probably the best first half they played all season. The best, no debate. Right. Like, Outside of the, the interception, which Justin, that was, it was a rookie mistake. He 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 was eyeing down the, eyeing the whole time, so and he, he was a little late on the throw. Yeah. But then the next play, Came his next time down. out throws a touchdown. Beautiful play too, and it was beautiful. And it was almost as if Justin Fields was just waiting. He was waiting for that cross, and as soon as the cross happened, and he saw that corner kind of drifting, he was like, "Oh, this is this is easy. This is yeah. this is easy shit." Then typical Nagy first half. This is a fun game. Come out, said, the second, come out in the second half, no adjustment, and get Yo, smoked. 
Listen, in halftime, when Matt Nagy was like, oh, yeah, I'm having fun, I was yeah. like, everything's fucked. Everything is yeah. fucked. They're losing. Everything is fucked. Whenever Matt Nagy goes, we're having fun, this is great, the Bears lose. Like, it's like everything was fucked. Like, I, so, literally, I literally was sitting here watching it like, we have a chance to, to beat these guys. <laughs> like, we really have a chance that second half come. We only produced three points. It was rough. It definitely was rough um but yeah wow um so mike you think dame eventually for our monday hot takes you got dame literally is gonna demand a trace that gave me the fuck out of here and me i got ben roethlisberger somehow is gonna weasel his way to play another year in the nfl god bless this country speaking of god blessing zion god has been blessing him low-key Low-key, I understand he's going through all his stuff, but with all this stuff, they might actually get him out of New Orleans. Now with, he's been out indefinitely. Um, there's been a setback. But now here's kind of something that people really don't – I don't know if they don't want to talk about it, but do you think that they should consider trading Zion? I'm, I mean uh... – if New Orleans, New Orleans fans watch right now, they're probably going to be pissed. But, I mean, they might as well get it done before eventually they're going to have to trade them. Because everybody come to New Orleans, they leave right out. Right. So, But the only downfall is what would you get for him? Because it's a, it's a guy who haven't really played too much basketball. And I don't want to say injury prone, but he kind of falling in that line. So I don't know what they would get for him. Well, but, but eventually he's going to act so, out anyways because you haven't right. put the talent around him. The talent you did pull or put around him, you shipped away. You shipped away Lonzo, and you're probably going to ship away Brandon Ingram just to, you know, find something. So I don't, I don't know what New Orleans got going on. I don't know if the training style, the GM, but I think I think it's time for them to pack their shit up and head back to Seattle. Yep. Um, look. For me, and by the way, I just saw something. Let me know how. What do you think about this trade? It's a three-man trade. It's a three-team trade between Lakers, Place, Pacers, and Pelicans, right? If they send it Zion to the, the oh, I'm sorry, Lakers, Lakers I'm Blazers. Out. I'm sorry, Lakers, Blazers, oh. and Pelicans, right? The Lakers received Damian Lillard. The Blazers received Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, uh, Tomas Sadoransky. Uh, uh, and the 2023 first round pick, and the Pelicans get Russell Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, Nasir Little, and a 2027 first round pick. So you you pair rest you you pair Westbrook and Zion. You were gonna pair Russ with Zion and THT. That's kind of gonna be their big three. Um, the Blazers, <laughs> they basically kind of they kind of start the rebuilding in a way. Because you know you're kind of getting mostly young youngsters in terms of Brandon Ingram, Devontae Graham, um, Tomas. He's not really young, but he's not old either. He's kind of like an in betweener type of dude. And then a 2023 first round pick, which by the way, I'm pretty sure Tomas is only in there to make the salaries match. I'm pretty sure. Um, and then Lakers get Damian Lillard. Well, that trade only works out for the Portland and the Lakers. Yeah, if, if, if I mean the only way I could see it working for the Pelicans is if the Pelicans just want to make the play-in. If yeah. their if their ceiling is the play-in, that's the only way I'm going for this trade. Yeah, but really uh Zion, I mean Westbrook can't shoot. You need shooters, somebody who can shoot around Zion. Well, that's how they're gonna get THC. You know, it's gonna know. be Any- interesting. Anybody with Westbrook, I, I'm automatically uh, calling it a fail. And I love Westbrook, but Westbrook haven't proved to me that he can win. Nah, he can't. He can't, but we're not allowed to say that. Um, For me, look, they Zion needs to get out of New Orleans, bro. Um, 100%. If I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, I, I am, I'm considering trading him. I'm putting his name out there. I'm going to see what I can get for him because – so you trade him because because the injuries or it's the injuries that I'm I'm more concerned about. Look, Zion is a talent. Let's not get it twisted, right? But I've said this before. I don't give a shit how talented you are. If you can't step on the court for me, it means nothing. 
This is coming from a dude who I supported Zion Williamson being the number one draft. I took up, I protected him. I defended him. I believe I, at the time, he was going to be way better, way better than John Moran. I thought he was going to be phenomenally better to the point where I said, yo, in three years, we're going to be in, the people who picked John Moran are going to be embarrassed that y'all picked him over Zion. And now look where we are. Zion has the talent, but again, look, you could be the greatest player of all time, right? You could be LeBron, you could be like, you know, eight times better than LeBron James, 50 times better than MJ, a million times better than Shaq, you know, an infinite amount of times better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. If you can't get on the court, it doesn't matter. And to me, that's a problem. Because the Pelicans are a team that they want to build around a young guy. You know what I mean? Kind of like what Detroit is doing with uh, Cade Cunningham. Kind of what um, the Rockets are doing with Kevin Jaylen Green and Jalen Green. You know what I mean? Like They want young guys, young guys that they can build everything around. And me personally, forget the age. If you're building around somebody who's too inconsistent to play, you, you, you can do one or two things. Either A, minimize his role, and in essence, make Zion be a role player, or, excuse me, or just say, fuck it, get him out of here, get some young guys in here, and go from there. Some young guys in picks. Or if, if you just want to do it where you just get a dude or make the salary match, and, and, and the hole is just picks short, but... Again, but, I love Zion, but at some point when you're trying to build something and one of your one of, if not the most important piece, it just cannot remain on the court. You gotta take that into consideration. But some but some GMs they look at it like that. Like they wanna see they pick they they wanna see they pick, you know, go out and just succeed. They don't wanna see it to fail. So it's like David Griffin looking at it like he wanted to see Zion come out and you know he don't want to see Zion fail. But in reality, no matter what they do, he's gonna act okay. If he sit out the rest of this year, come back healthy, play next season, they give him a contract, and the next three years he's gonna act out anyways. Right, and, and that's the thing that people need to take into consideration. Look, I love David Griffin, right? David Griffin in Cleveland, he did what he could, you know what I mean? He was relatively solid. I don't know what it was, but ever since he came to New Orleans, if I'm not mistaken, the best thing he did was get Lonzo Ball, Josh yeah, Hart, Brandon and Brandon Ingram. Ingram, and if I'm mistaken, I think a couple picks too, for AD. Since then, he hasn't done shit. Matter of fact, he undid the work he did when he let Lonzo walk. And everyone was like, look, bro, you need to keep Lonzo. You got to find a way to keep him because he's very integral to what you guys have. You guys have a really nice young core. There's no pressure on the kids. So now they can kind of work and develop on their games, you know, and be comfortable. So that way, by the time the pressure hits, they've had time and experience under their belt. They all know their role and they can all play the role properly. Hey, want to pay Lonzo. Which, again, was stupid for me. That was stupid. You know what I mean? Because again, and, and even though okay, uh, we, I think we pay him eighty-two million. Even for eighty-two million, that's still worth it for it's what he brings. Bad. Yeah, for what he brings to the game. Uh, he's a point guard who could defend, play, make, knock down an open jump shot. And when you say defend, he can defend one through three. Yeah, matter of fact, one through four because he's in, he's defending some four for us a lot of hey, a lot of times. Eh, depend if, if 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 the other team is playing small ball. Okay, yeah, small. Ball. Then yeah, 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 he'll do it for. But I'm talking about consistently, regardless of the lineup. Like oh. he can do one through three. You know what I mean? Like one through three for 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 your point guard. Yeah, that's lovely. And he's doing and he's going to bring it on the defensive end. So it's like you get that up just to get uh Graham. I mean, look, I, yeah, that's that's kind of what really blew my mind. And I really yeah. feel I, – I, I don't want to say I feel bad, but yeah, – It looked like he might trade Brandon Ingram. And, and this is what I'm saying. If you trade – and this is my personal opinion. 
I was talking to someone about this, and someone said that they should trade Zion to let Brandon Ingram be that guy. I'm like, no, if you trade Zion, you got to trade Brandon Ingram. And it's because Brandon Ingram can't do anything else to prove I'm the fucking man. Not only has he been there more consistently, he is their leading scorer. Every time the ball, they need a bucket, you give it to him and you move out of the way. He's becoming the guy that every Laker fan expected him to be when he was in L.A. Yeah, I love Brandon Ingram in L.A. I, ooh, I still love Brandon Ingram. And I told people, I was like, look, all he needs, he doesn't need to go somewhere else. He needs to go somewhere else because the problem was the Lakers team, that Lakers team was young. The problem was that all the idiotic Laker fans, because not all of them are idiots, but a good percentage of them are, literally expected them, all these young kids, to just all of a sudden be championship talent. Like, nah, like, these are young kids. Like, they need to mature and they need to, like, find themselves as players. You know what I mean? Like, if you come in from college, like, you're not just taking shit over. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you need to kind of find yourself. That's what I, I argue with people. But people say, that, like, for, for our, for instance, with, with the Bulls, everybody is on this trade, Patrick Williams. Like, let, let the young guy develop. See yeah, he he's young. Yeah. Like, my thing is, is like, look, if the only way I'm going to keep it a buck, the only way, only way I'm trading any youngster on my team, right, is if I'm getting. A one thousand percent top three player in the league. Yeah, facts. And that's it. And, and granted, the Lakers got LeBron James, so they're like, okay, we understand that you got LeBron James. Is y'all in win now mode? But if if LeBron James wasn't coming to LA, there was no point in training that whole young core. Exactly. So, like you so said, if you get a top three player. LeBron James is a top three player. Came to LA. He he tried to make it work the first the first year. Say I need to get some help, and they traded the young guy. So I, it's understandable. But if LeBron James never came to LA, that young team should have uh, developed. Right, and and that's really, that's really how it, that's how that's really just how it is, bro. You know, for me, if I'm 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 considering rebuilding because again, if the if as a young player, and again, I just need to clarify this. In no way, shape, or form am I saying Zion Williamson is dog shit. At, in no way, shape, or form am I saying he's not a great talent. What I'm saying, with the Pelicans needing to have a young, a young solidified pillar, and they wanted desperately to be Zion, and the fact that he just can't be there consistently, I would consider trading him. So, so you think this? So this is his third season, right? I think yep. you 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 get eligible for an extension your third season, right, or fourth, fourth. All right. So you you think you think, man, maybe he come back this year, by the next year, you give him a, a max contract. So right now he done played in. Uh, 85 games so far. If you give him that max, it's a risk. Let me let me put it this way. No team with his history right now, no team is going to give him the max. I think what I would do if I'm the Pelicans, I would go to Zion. If, if y'all want him, if they want him, right? I go to Zion and I go, look. You know, injuries have been a problem. We all know you're a, you're a great talent. You can ball. The problem is there are times you're not here to ball. So let's make a deal. We'll give you a two-year deal with a team option after the first year. We want you to ball out. If the end of your final contract like the final year of your contract and the first year of that, you know, that an S is what would be a one and done. You know what I mean? Cause there's an option. If you can ball up for those two years and remain healthy, I think that's when the Pelicans will be more comfortable to give them the, the, the max, the max extension. 
You know what I mean? Because that's what I would do. Now, again, the Pelicans are probably going to panic and give him the max. They're probably going to because they don't want to lose him, right? But, again, I understand why they want to do that. But all I'm saying, tread carefully. Zion is a fucking talent. Let's not get that twisted. But I'm worried it doesn't matter how talented you are if you're not on the floor. That's really how I look at it. Ben Simmons might officially be on the move. Um, everyone was telling me he was dog shit. I told everyone, Ayo, eat my booty. <laughs> they were still mad saying he was dog shit, saying who would want him. And I told people there's going to be a few teams that don't want him. Nope. few teams that don't want him. Nope. I'm like, just watch. At least seven, at least seven teams want this man. I'm going to list them off. The New York Knicks, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Minnesota Timberwolves, the Portland Trailblazers, the Sacramento Kings, the Indiana Pacers, and the Cleveland Cavaliers are the seventh team. On top of that, there are rumors that Golden State is still interested. There are also rumors that Dallas, Miami, and Brooklyn are interested. Brooke, um, the Nets believe Kyrie Irving will play again this year. However, it's unclear whether or not that he's going to get vaccinated or just play on the road games. It is There are rumors, and it's genuinely believed that right now the Nets are having conversations about trading Kyrie Irving. Hmm. Uh, so, I mean... Just throwing that out there. But of all the teams I listed, Knicks, Lakers, Wolves, Portland, Kings, Pacers, and Cavaliers, which one makes most sense for good old Ben Simmons? Well, I'm going to toss out the New York Knicks, all right, because if you can't handle Philly, you damn sure not going to handle the Knicks. I'm tossing out the Lakers. You think so? Hold on. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think it can handle the Knicks. And you want to know why? Why? Because here's the thing. On every single one of the uh, for every single one of these teams, the beauty of it, there's no pressure for Ben Simmons. I mean, I think the only team that we some pressure is Cleveland because of how they've been playing lately. But no, not even for the Lakers. No, just think about it. He goes to New York. He's not the number one option. It's probably Julius Randle. He'll probably and he's in in terms of Derrick Rose being on the floor, he's not gonna get you know what I mean. With Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose on the floor, he's gonna be doing his thing. So he's probably fighting what yeah. RJ Barrett for shots. Uh, but I think RJ Barrett be gone if you trade him because who else who who you send to New York? I mean, so who you, you send to Philly? Okay, so 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 let's say let's let's say it is it is RJ Barrett. So Ben Simmons is the third option on this team. So be what Randall, D Rose, and Ben Simmons. Which, which I'm talking about how I'm looking at it now. Yeah. But the reason I said it would be pressure because they talk about Julius Randall and RJ not using their left hands. It's just like New York is different. They expect you to win as well. So I, maybe it'd be a little bit, little bit of pressure, but it wouldn't be as as Philly because Philly's a championship contender team. New York, maybe they'd be finally in the playoffs. So maybe you're right. Maybe you're right about that. New York, New York yeah. be happy just getting the playoffs. Exactly. Exactly. That's kind of how I'm looking so. at it. The Knicks, they're like, yo, we, we're going to make the playoffs in two yeah. back-to-back years. Shit, make the second round, and they're happy. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So I guess you're right. Yeah. That's kind of why I'm saying, you know what and, I mean? A little bit, you know, and on top of that, there's two other guys who will catch the shit before and you. I, and I know Tibbs will love Ben Simmons. With the defense, 100%. So you so the Knicks for you is a soft maybe, right? It may be, but maybe. I don't I don't think okay, so I don't think RJ Berry will, will push the needle for Philly to trade him to New York. But New York, it's a it's a it's a, it's to be it'd be solid for Ben Simmons. The Lakers know because he can't shoot. And I don't think Philly will won't rest for here. You know, hold on. Here's where I disagree with that. Now, I'm talking about for the Lakers. Look, the Lakers aren't going to be able to get Ben Simmons. You know what I mean? Because they, they don't – unless they do a package around THT. It's going to have to be THT, probably Malik Monk, and a few picks, right? Like maybe even Austin Reeves throw him in there too, maybe. But, you know, the, I, there's no way 
Philly's going to take Russell Westbrook, right? But for the Lakers, I will say this. Ben Simmons to the Lakers is not a bad idea. Hear me out. Hear me out real quick. I understand Ben Simmons just doesn't have a shot. Neither neither does fucking Russell Westbrook. They're going to play Ben Simmons the same exact way they play Ben Simmons. So what's the difference? If, if we're going to be honest here, what's the difference? And, and what you're losing in, in, in shooting with Ben, you're gaining in playmaking, in defense, in rebounding. Like with Ben Simmons, you're kind of getting an upgrade everywhere else aside yeah. from the shooting. Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's good for the regular season. Yeah, you can you get an upgrade in defense, playmaking, and but when but but you gotta I'm thinking I'm thinking of it like we know Eddie Davis is hit or miss. He sometimes he have he not that's true consistent. So you if he's not consistent, you depending on Ben Simmons, a guy who really not that aggressive at time. At least rest with he take dumb shots, but he's a, he's always aggressive. He always aggressive. So you, no, you but we're no, Mm-mm. I'm not, I'm I'm not with this. Oh, yeah, you know, he at least he's taking the shot. I'm not, I'm no, not, but I'm saying you, you can, you can, you can rely on him to he gonna take the dumb shots, but something but he gonna take them. Ben Simmons not gonna take them, and that's fine. You and, and honestly, I'm okay you with gonna, that. You're gonna need another scoring option because Anthony Davis is not inconsistent. Sometimes LeBron James, he have his night. Who else gonna take that low if Anthony Davis is not having a good night? I mean, for me, the way I look at it, if AD's not having a good night, I think maybe you kind of – obviously, you're going to go through LeBron. Let's just not get that twisted. You're going through Braun. But my thing, honestly, the way I'm looking at it is, for then, me – Then if you trade Westbrook, you losing some bench depth too. What do you mean if you trade Westbrook? I mean, if you trade Westbrook for Ben Simmons, you probably lose THT – Malik, you probably lose a couple of straight. Well, it won't be. Well, here's the thing: it won't be for Ben Simmons straight up. I don't think it'll be. I think it'll be probably Ben Simmons, and you'll probably end up getting Seth Curry. That means, but I think they might throw Seth Curry in a witch. Westbrook, I'm not giving up. Um, Ben Simmons and Seth Curry for no damn Westbrook. No, 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 no. Don't get it twisted. I'm. I'm not saying this is going to happen at all. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying for the Lakers, half of it. Them getting Ben Simmons is to me. I don't think it's that bad of an idea to be honest with you. It's not. It's not bad, but I don't think it. I don't think it'll be. If they're still be in the same situation, it wouldn't be even better if they would have got somebody different who could really help. It'd be the same situation, but you just got an elite defender and an elite playmaker. But it's it'd be the same. I thing. think. I think there'll be a. a maybe a, yeah. Because even with Ben Simmons, they're still, in my opinion, they're still losing in the first round. They'll be scary in the defense. Defense be scary because they be long and yeah. tall. Defense nah, yeah, no, nah, I, I, yeah. I, in terms of this year, they probably still will lose in the first round, yeah. with or without Russ. Um, especially I, like you said, with Anthony Davis kind of being inconsistent as how he's been. That one right there. So for me, I like the Lakers. You're kind of. No, and so you're you're no on it. No, Min- yeah. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, see Minnesota Timberwolves. I can I can I can dig. I can dig Minnesota. I can I can dig Minnesota. Bring it here. I was I'm yeah. For me, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Of all the teams here, Minnesota low key might be the best place for him. No pressure. Because it's Minnesota. Minnesota. And you're you're gonna go there. The thing with Minnesota, they're probably gonna have to give up. Because here's my thing. Um a few a few a few uh weeks ago, I had somebody here on one on a Wednesday and we kind of talked about you know what would be it, right? And for me, I said the, the Timberwolves should trade for Ben Simmons in a package surrounded by D yeah, I'll just because if you there. do that, right, you get Delo out. You not only are you elevating Patrick Beverly to the starting lineup, which he's not the best, but he's all right. And now you're getting Anthony Edwards a few more shots. You put Ben Simmons out there. You pair him up with with Carl Anthony Towns. For me, so so you you you'll play Ben at the four. Yes, 
hundred percent. Yeah, for for here, he would have to be at least a three. Yeah, I was thinking three. Yeah, he would have to be at least a three. If he doesn't want to and he wants to try to do something different, I'll go, all right, bro, I'll give you at the four. But after that, you you out. Um, Roberto Miguel said, didn't they say they wanted a top 25 player? They did. But we also need to take into consideration. They, they've kind of high-key tarnished his reputation. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't sit there and tell me a guy's dog shit and then say, by the way, this is what I want for him. So they do want a top 25 player. I'll be honest. I don't think they're getting it. I think the best they'll probably get at this point is going to be a D'Angelo Russell. I think that would be one of the best players. Yeah, the I other, other best player he would have gotten would have been a CJ McCollum. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? Say that. Before his, before um his, I think his right lung collapsed, which you should be dead. I don't get how 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 that works. How you have a whole lung collapsing yeah. and you're straight. I don't get that. But for me, CJ was the best player they could have gotten. And Man. now, yeah, and now, that's so perfect because I look at it like CJ. He can give you twenty five a game without Dame, and yes. then you got you got pair him pair him with with Joel. Yeah, that's scary. That would be a nice one, two punch. Not only that, bro, you have him there, you have Joel, and you have a guy people have been sleeping on, Tobias, Tobias Harris, who he himself is still a walking bucket. You know what I mean? So it's like I would have taken, the, I would have taken that. And another guy I would love to see next to Joel and B is um is Darren Fox, which. Let's let's get to the Sacramento. Well, before, before we get before we get to Sacramento though, I got I got this little uh, I forgot about the um T Wolves. We got Malik Beasley, uh, and Ben Simmons. Whoever at the four and Cat. Which and Ben Simmons can play the point guard. He got shooters around him, and they can just yep. run up to down the court. I think that'd be and a, that's a really solid. it. And right, and the thing is, if if you want to give him a break, Patrick Beverly. He can kind of run the yeah. point. I mean, not not as as effectively. Don't get twisted. Not as effectively as Ben, but he could hold it down. I, and I, personally, I think that's one of the best the best trades they should he should consider that the, they should consider. Because again, you put D'Angelo Russell in that offense again. D'Lo only probably needs to give you what, let's say, fifteen. No, I think D'Lo could be a second leading scorer on that team. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying for the oh. sake. For, like, oh. like, they just need a minimum from him, 15 a game. If they can give him 15 a game and he just takes those, you know, the that whole thing when he starts screaming ice in his veins, yeah. if you if you, you know what I mean? You got a guy who will take those clutch shots and all that well, stuff. I mean, you well, pair him up with, with Tobias Harris and Joel Embiid. Yeah. The only thing I hate about that lineup is I think um, Matisse got to start because they don't need some defensive players in that. At the two, yeah, no, nah. yeah, Thibault got to start either. Yeah, Thibault got to start at the two. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to he's gonna have to be in there, hundred percent. Because D'Angelo Russell, he you're gonna lose some defense. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm not, nah, bro. Like, honestly, this for both teams it's for a win, me, win. it makes it it makes some of the best sense in the world. Um. The Portland Trailblazers. What are your thoughts on that one? See, I mean, I like it for Philly, but I don't like it for Portland because I just don't see Dame Lillard and uh and uh Ben Simmons working. I do. I actually do. So Dame's gonna be scoring 35 points again. Who else gonna score outside of Dame Lillard? It's going to be Dame and what I genuinely believe that this is the only caveat that I have with this. Ben Simmons has to play the three or the four. Yeah, and he, he needs – he needs because he's, he's got to develop more of a post game. Now, he has, you know, the, that baby hook he got, which I like, and it's a good starting block. But he's going to need, he's going to need more, and he's going to need to develop on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, for me – I'm I don't mind I don't mind him going to Portland. The only thing is that they don't want CJ McCollum. Yeah. Now I'm but, talking about the Sixers. Like, yeah, but it's 
is him going to the Blazers will make them better. Fuck you yeah. think so? Fuck yeah. Yeah, it would. Not only defensively, but even then he could he could be the second leading scorer. And with the way he could facilitate, even though Dame Lillard right now is having a is having a career high in terms of assists, now you can kind of do a thing where Ben Simmons can come in and play a Chris Paul role. Okay. Where your job is to just get everyone involved. And if you need a bucket, you give it to Dame Lillard. Maybe I'm just so wrapped up in what I what the last image of me seeing with Ben Simmons. Maybe he got some aggressiveness, aggressiveness in him. Maybe he can. So if 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 he do got some scoring ability in him, then that can work. From my, what I'm my saying, thing is, my thing is, look, the dude is averaging 15. So he's got something there. Yeah. He's averaging well, 15 with no jump shot. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying, well, CJ, at least I know if they have an off night, CJ can give me 30 points a game. That that's so that's what I think about. If I if I'm having I an off you. night, who who can I who can I go to? I feel you, but Portland gotta blow. They gotta blow up that duo. They have yeah. to. Yeah, they 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 have to. Yeah, they they have. You know to. what I mean? Like, but I mean, for me, Portland, I don't. That's not. But I'm not really against that, that one. That duo could have worked if they would have surrounded with the right pieces, some defensive players. I mean, and right now, by the, right honestly, right now it's too late to do that. Yeah, it's too late. It's way too late. Yep. Um, the next team, the Sacramento Kings. I'm pretty sure you and I are on the same boat with this one. How do you feel about this one? I think that would be another um, perfect fit. I feel like you can – well, that would probably be too much. I was thinking a trade package of De'Aaron Fox, maybe Buddy Hill or Bagley. I would say, so. I also or, said this one. I, you, I thought Bagley needs to be in that trade. Yeah, or you can find a third team. Maybe you send De'Aaron Fox to to, um, to Philly, Philly, and you can package um, Bagley and and Buddy like Hill. Third team, something like that. Yeah, try to get something. I, I, I'm yeah. gonna say Westbrook to help out the Lakers, but Westbrook and Ben Simmons, hell no, that, that's not that would not work. Yeah, um, for me with this one, obviously De'Aaron Fox needs to be involved, and I'll be honest with you. I like it. I really do. De'Aaron ooh, Fox gives them oh, that ooh, dog. I think I thought of something. Ooh. The Pacers. Give me I, that I literally you, matter of fact, that's literally the next team we're about to go I into. Give you Bagley, you give me Turner. That's Ben Simmons, Turner. Uh what's the young? What's what's the young Hallenberg? You know I would do nah, nah, bro, bro. If if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it all the way. Here's what I'm doing. I'm saying De'Aaron Fox to Philly, right? I'm gonna send a, a couple picks. I'll send. Um, I'll send. Yeah, it'll be. Let's say I'll give them like about two picks, maybe a couple, maybe first rounders. I'll send Marvin Bagley and Buddy Heald to to the Pacers, and then I'll get Karis LeVert, Sabonis, mm. or Karis LeVert and Miles Garrett or Miles Turner. I said Garrett, Miles well, Turner. So, so care, but you got, but you got um Mitchell and Helen Burns. So, what do you do with those two guys? You was talking about the in the backcourt. I would put them in the backcourt, and I'm putting Levert at my three. Because even and though because Levert is a two guard, but he has played the three before. Yeah. So me personally, if I get Levert, I'm putting him at the three. You know what I mean? Same at the four, and um, Simmons at the four, and then Sabonis I get Turner at the five. At the five. No, oh, either the five. Sabonis or Turner, depending on who you get. Mm-hmm. Put them in the five. Gotcha. And that team right there, yeah. I, I I would like it. That would be a damn a good uh, defensive team. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Rio, ask what are your guys' thoughts on the Zion situation? Um, we we kind of already went over it in the first topic, um, but from my point of view, to kind of make a long story short, if if I'm running that organization, I'm considering trading Zion. Um, and it's not because he's a bad player. It's just you need it. He's not being consistent enough. He's not on the court enough to show me why I want to keep him. You know, um, Mike kind of disagreed. So the the um, compromise we came up with was that next year is going to be his last year on his contract. After that, we're going to give him a two year deal with a, with an option with a team option after the first year. 
For the next two years, he needs to not only ball out, but he needs to make sure that he remains healthy. Yeah. If he can do that, then I'll I'll be a little more comfortable to give him the Supermax. Another and, comment from Rio real quick. Uh, KD might be, be playing the best ball of his career right now. Before we get that come and, and uh, with the Zion situation, he's he's going before he even left. So it's like looking at their past history, they mm-hmm. – Yeah, but yep. KD, yeah, he just had a 50 ball. So yeah, like, 51. Is, 50, the, the most points ever scored in Caesars Palace, 51. There's only yeah. two players who ever scored over 50 in, in Caesars Palace. That's him and Blake. It's wild. But, yeah, nah, KD's definitely balling out. Yeah. Roberto with the comment, they have to trade some bonus. Him and Ben can't play in the same front court together. I think I think they I think, I they, think can. they can because Sabonis Sabonis low key got a sleeper shot. Yeah, he low key got a sleeper shot. So but honestly, Turner would be a better fit though because Turner can step out. Turner Turner better a three point shooter than yeah. Sabonis, I mean, yeah, me, me personally, yeah. I think him and Ben could maybe work. But if we're talking about you know the the Pacers dude, I think Ben Simmons would work way cleaner with Miles Turner. Yeah, that's just me because I feel like he would work the same way he would work with Carl Anthony Towns. You know what I mean? Because you have a guy who can space the floor, and on top of that, there's really no pressure for him. Yeah. For when I say him, I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Um, but speaking of of which, um, um, for the Pacers, um. Ben Simmons to the Pacers. What does Indiana have to give up? Um, definitely not Miles Turner because Philly yeah. got Joel Embiid. And I was thinking maybe it's a bonus, but but then you got to buy his ears. Like I'm, I'm guessing Malcolm and um and Levert. Malcolm and Levert. Yeah. Woo! I would like that. I would, you know, I, I low-key forgot all about Mal- Malcolm Brogdon because he definitely was a name that people were actually throwing out there. So, now nah, I like that one. Um, Rio with the comment, who's better for the Warriors, in y'all's opinion, Sabonis or Wiseman? I think Wiseman. And the reason I say that is because, one, Wiseman, he's he, he's he's a big dude. But he's young enough, and he can keep up with the fast yeah. the fast-paced tempo that Golden State loves to play at. You know what I mean? And he helps them defensively. Um, so, so Bonus is a dog. Don't get it twisted. He's a dog. a dog. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Dog. He's a dog. But, but for a system, yeah, Wiseman is. But here's the th- Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It comes down to the system because in Golden State system, I don't know if if, if Sabonis gets those same touches. You know what I mean? Like, Wiseman really is kind of there on cleanup duty, duty holding on the paint, and maybe get a couple of transition buckets here and there. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, me I personally, think, I think it's a boat. Uh, I'm sorry, I, it's Wiseman in terms for Golden State. Anywhere Sabonis go, it'll be a, it's gonna be a great pickup because he can he can, he he can get rebounds. I mean, he played yeah. the Bulls, he played this, and he had like 20 rebounds, and he can score, and he's tough. Yeah. So, anybody who gets Sabonis is gonna be a, that's a, a great pickup. 110. percent It definitely will be a great pickup. Um, but now I'm I'm there with you. I think it's gonna have to be Malcolm Brogdon and Karis Levert um, yeah. to, for them to make. Um, we haven't seen Wiseman play. He he was a, he played last year. I think I think he meant we didn't see him play this year. Yeah, no, no, this year we haven't seen him yeah. play. We haven't seen him play this year. Last year he played. And again, like for James Wiseman, you don't really need him to all of a sudden be the second coming of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You don't really need that from him. For me, uh, let's see. Yeah, he, so, played, yeah. he played 39 games last year. Yep, he's played 39 games last year. 21, um, about 21 minutes per game. 51% in, uh, from the field. 11 points, not bad. Um, almost a whole block, not bad. Um, almost six boards, which for me, for a guy who, if we're going to be honest, Golden State don't really care about the big man if we're going to keep it a stack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't really care about the big man. Henceforth, they came up with that small death lineup. You know what I mean? So, for me personally, this year he hasn't played. But last year, I like I said, he did play last year. And, again, 
was he obviously he wasn't like you know i'm not gonna try to make a case he's the best big man in the league at all don't get it twisted but for what they ask from him and all he really needs to do i i i think he's perfect for it yeah and plus like like oh but like young guys like like him that's the perfect situation to go to like you surrounded with a, a championship caliber team. You ain't got to think too much. Just go out there, defend, get rebounds. You ain't got to worry about putting up 20 shots. That's why I, that's like when I think back, Kawhi Leonard was the same way. He blossomed into the superstar he was. And who, let's say two years from now, James Wiseman turned into one of the best bigs in the league because he had time to develop. The same with, um, with my Bulls. We got Patrick Williams. He, he's there just to defend grab rebounds, hit the open shot. Two years from now, as we give him more offensive low, he blossoms to the, the player he's supposed to be. So that's the right way to develop guys who maybe came in the league not so polished. Right. Just give them a chance to find it. So give them a small role to attack next year, give them a bigger role. Mm-hmm. And keep giving him a bigger role. Yep. Um, real with the comments. Sabonis is one of the best rebounders and screen setters right now. He's only 25 and he's cheap. Uh, it's a tough decision. It is. And yeah. listen, but you I, saying he's 25 and cheap, he's cheap now. Yeah, we gotta understand when this dude hits free agency, he's not gonna, you know, I mean? he's not gonna be like, Yeah, you know, I'll take another team friendly deal. Like, this dude, especially the way he's been balling out. So bonus is gonna want to cash in. Yeah, he definitely gonna want his cheddar. So for I, me, I think yeah, I think he should stay with. I think the Patriots should keep him. If not, I would love to see him in San Antonio. Mm, him I like and, that. Him and um, what's the young guy name? I oh, was their point guard, Murray. That'd be I think that'd be a nice one-two punch. Yep. Oh, him I and Murray. Hundred percent. I would. I would love that one. Not even gonna lie to you. Um. I would I would like that. Uh real quick, so I'm pulling up uh Sabonis's uh contract. Um so right now it's a four-year uh seventy-four million dollar, yep, almost seventy-five million dollar deal. Um he's in so right now he's in his second year of it. So in 2024, when he's 28, he's gonna be a free agent. So potentially could cash in. It definitely it's it's tough, but as of right now, if if I'm if I'm personally, if I'm going to state, I keep Wiseman. Yeah. Um, football starting to get close, real close. Um, tonight, which obviously we'll make our picks after, but the Cardinals, um, they host the Rams. If they win tonight, they they make the playoffs no matter what. Um, however, that number one seed is still not locked down. Um, if we're gonna look at the playoff picture for the NFC, at the number one seed, we got the Cardinals at 10 and 2. Uh, second seed, the Packers at 10 and 3. Buccaneers, the third seed, at 10 and 3 as well. Fourth seed, Dallas, 9 and 4. Rams, they're at the fifth seed, 8 and 4. The Niners are sixth, with, uh, being 7 and 6. And then the Washington football team is seventh, and they are 6 and 7. So, million dollar question do you think the cardinals can keep the highest seed in the nfc i mean it, they got it's a it's a it's possible they got a chance but like i like um like i said um tampa bay is playing real good that's the only team i really concern i'm concerned about taking that number one spot so let me pull up Tampa base rest of the Tampa base yeah. while you do that this is this is how Arizona uh yeah, Arizona Tampa, Tampa Bay. by Tampa the way Bay. real with the comment Rams or Cardinals that's gonna be the next thing I promise you before we get off we will give y'all this uh who we got and Rio says I got Arizona tonight I promise we'll cross that bridge just give us a few more minutes Rio but um the Ram the Cardinals obviously they play the Rams today um they got after that the Lions, the Colts, Dallas, and then Seattle. That's how they're wrapping up their year. So yeah, see, Tampa Bay is, is great. They got Saints, Panthers, Jets, Panthers. So I don't know. I, 
And listen, I, look, I, I genuinely believe by the end of the year, Tampa Bay is going to have the number one seed. Yeah. I really do. Um, I, 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 agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, I believe it's more likely that they, you know, that the – I think it's more likely that Tampa Bay kind of, you know, they need a win. Um, Rio, is this a must-win game for the Rams? Yes. Mike, what do you think? Yes. Mm. Say that one more time. Yes. Hell yes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm awesome. Yeah. 100%, so. 100% I agree. I agree. Um, if if they lose two times to the Cardinals, this is going to be straight demoralizing. Demoralizing. Yeah, and it's crazy. That's my Super Bowl pick, and they ain't playing like aha, uh-huh, expect them to play. Right. Because, look, if they were to lose, that means they have lost four of their last five. Meaning they lost to the Titans, they lost to the Niners, lost to the Packers, they beat the Jags last week. But if they lose tonight, that's they're dropping four of the last five. And then the end of their schedule is Seattle, Ram, or I'm sorry, Seattle, Vikings, Ravens, Niners. The same Niners team that that Molly whopped them 31. Yeah, and, and it could be, it could be a, a um that that Niner game could probably mean a lot. For if they get in the playoff or not, if if the Niners get high for the rest of their games, they got the Falcons, Titans, Texas, and Rams. So it could be uh that game could mean something. Yep, and I'm pretty sure the Rams actually have some injuries too. And real with the comment, good clutch. Rams are without Ramsey and Tyler Higby tonight, which I I've, I've always had. I like Tyler Higby. I think people sleep on him. Uh, Jalen Ramsey hasn't had really much of an impactful year, but that's just because quarterbacks aren't throwing in his direction. So it's it's kind of hard to put up stats when, you know, you're literally shutting down a whole thing of the field. That's going to be tough for them. That's going to be tough because outside of Jalen Ramsey, their secondary, it's kind of suspect, you know, whoever they put at, at number two in terms of quarterbacks, that's who the opposing quarterback picks at every time. So, it's going to be interesting, but that kind of leads us to the next thing. Um, Monday Night Football. The Cardinals are hosting the Rams. Now, if the like I said, if, if, uh, if the Cardinals win, they're in the playoffs no matter what. They clinch a, they clinch a playoff spot, right? Here's the question. Tonight, who do you have? Arizona or do you have the Rams? Um, the Cardinals don't have JJ Watt. Nope. Uh, but um, my God, uh, what's it called? Um, I'm going Rams. You're going I think, Rams? I think I think Rams get a must a must win. Wow! Say that one more time. Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. Wow. But I feel like I feel like this, this is probably the only game the Cardinals lose. Wow. I got I got the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are gonna win. I will say this though. I think it's gonna be closer than people think. Yeah, it's gonna be a close game. I think this this time, because if I'm not mistaken, the Cardinals they 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 kind of stomped them. It was it was like they almost dropped 40 on them. Oh, Henderson not playing. Oh, maybe. Which, I... Yeah, which, which, hold on. Sony Michelle's going to be the bell cow again, and maybe that might make a difference. I don't know. Um, So, so the Cardinals beat the Rams 37 to 20. By the way, I watched that game 37 to 20. That looks kind of close. It was worse than that. It was worse than that. I was watching this game. And no, no, no lie. I, I thought, I thought at some point they, it was like forty to two. Swear to God, <laughs> it was, bro. It was like I'm not kidding. Like watching the game at certain points, I had to remind remind myself look at the score because it literally felt like the Rams were just getting mollywhopped every way possible. And and it, it, and it have been that way for a couple of these games that they play. They just look like they just got mollywopped. Yeah, like like um. When they they lost to um, 
when they lost to the, Packers, to the Titans, Titan. lost to the Titans, it low key felt the same, where it was close, but like like they lost the Titans twenty eight to sixteen, and, and it literally felt like they got shut out. And the best team they beat is the Buccaneers. That's no other no other team they played. Yep. So this is a must. This is a must win. So people can take them serious because they haven't really been nobody's serious this year other than the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Real with the comment, uh, Rams has never imp- uh, been that impressive to me. They lack heart. And you know what else they also lack? Coaching. I love Sean McVay. But you know what he is? And I, I say this I say this a lot. The Rams are nothing but an East Coast version of the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They throw, 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 throw. When you can't they, they fill in themselves. They ain't they in California. They got a, a, a all-star roster. They fill in themselves right now. And shit, I I really I really think they might get smacked in the first round. I, I at the I'm telling you right now at at the way the way they're playing, I think so. And I might change my Super Bowl prediction because Buffalo ain't looking too good either. No, I already changed mine. I already changed mine. At first, I had a rematch between the the Chiefs and and by the way, real with another comment. They need a run game. They do hundred percent, which makes no sense because guess what? They changed from the show. They traded for Sony Michelle to get that run game and then just never used they hardly use yeah. Sony Michelle, which doesn't make any sense, but teach their own. Um for me, look, I'm I, I had the Chiefs versus the Patriots. Then after that, I had Rams versus the Bills. Me right too. now, because how everything is looking, and I'm gonna sound I'm gonna sound biased. I'm a Patriots, <laughs> but I think the Patriots will make it, and we're gonna play Tampa. And for me, I think that that would be the best Super Bowl possible. Because now, you know what I mean? Imagine Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick on the biggest stage of them all. You know what I mean? I get it. We play in the regular season, but playing on the Super Bowl level. I mean, it's a it's a possible it's possible because no the Colts don't scare me the the Chargers don't scare me against the Patriots the Ravens don't scare maybe the Chiefs that's probably it. I'll be honest with you, I think the Chiefs are like like legitimately speaking, the only team I'm genuinely concerned about is the Chiefs. I think the the Chiefs they're starting to figure it out, especially defensively. Defensively, they're starting to click. They will Raiders ass. Yeah, bro. Real with the comment. I think the Pats beat them. Woo, talking about Buccaneers. Yo, real. I know I like you, Rio. <laughs> but so you got you got the um the Rams. I got the Cardinals. You're gonna be back here Wednesday, right? Yeah. Because you're gonna be back. Let's see, let's see how it panned out. And by the way, if the Cardinals lose, Mike, I'm gonna be sick, so the show's gonna be canceled. follow us on twitter at prideful takes uh if you guys have anything you guys see feel free to tag us um and if we see it we'll definitely put it up on the show and of course we'll give credit to whoever tagged us in it catch us on facebook at prideful takes uh every single episode of the podcast video wise is up there and we also do watch alongs all that stuff will be on facebook if you don't have facebook follow us on the new We don't talk about that. I, let me let me just say one thing. Let, let, let me finish this, and I'm gonna say one thing about that. Um, we're also on YouTube, so if you don't have Facebook, follow us on Private Takes. Visit our website www.privatetakes.com. Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, we also have original articles. And check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, the Prideful Take Podcast. One thing, Juliana Pena handled her business. And that is the first time I've ever seen somebody stand in the middle of the octagon in that second round with Amanda Nunes and let Amanda punch her in the face repeatedly and not only take every single shot, but hit Amanda back to the point where Amanda got hurt. The fact that Juliana Pena did that, a lot of people are calling it a fluke. And I'm going to tell you this now. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. My only problem is comparing her to Ronda. Like, no. No, fuck that. No, No, I'll be honest with you. 
this might be a hot take. I, I think Pena is way better than Ronda. I think if you put Julian Pena and Ronda Rousey in the octagon, Julian Pena is making her tap before the opening bell. That's just me. Final comment of the night. Um, Rio, Amanda wins the rematch. I don't know. Maybe. Um, to, I, um, I remember Rio, you, I think it was you who said that Amanda and Julian Pena need to have an immediate rematch. At first, I didn't understand why. But I've been seeing a lot of people say that Pena just got lucky. And maybe that's what it is. Real <laughs> the comment. Amanda's aura changed when um when her daughter came. Seems like she don't want to hurt people anymore. <laughs> hey, that made that that you honestly, I thought it was just me. I thought it was just true. me. I was being but, followed, know, Amanda, so I don't want to hurt nobody. Yeah, Amanda kind of looks a little different, you know what I mean? But uh, to me, she's still the goat. Don't get it twisted. She's still the goat to me, but this doesn't really, to me, this doesn't say nothing about Amanda. Yeah. It just shows how great and how tough, how tough Juliana Pena is because she took some, some of the shots she took had Ronda Rousey tweaking, bro. And, and we and we all know somebody was gonna somebody was gonna get Amanda. We just didn't know who, but we know it was coming. Yep. And again, Pena, she took shot. That is the first time I can remember. If there's any other time, please, somebody let me know. But it is the first time I remember somebody bravely standing in the middle of the ring and banging it out with Amanda. No problem. It, it low-key reminded me when Charles Oliveira won the title um, over Michael Chandler. The first round got destroyed, wasn't looking good. And then round two came out completely different. And that's how it was for this one. Um, it has been your boy Pride, obviously, with Mike. He will be here again on Wednesday. And uh, when Arizona wins, I'm just going to be throwing shots all episode, just throwing that shit out there. I just want to make sure that you know. Last comment from Rio. Bro, I'm sorry, but that said, Nick Pena had almost had me laugh. Those so some of the words I've seen. In the beginning, yeah. But again, <laughs> it just shows that she made the proper adjustments. And and that's really sometimes what it comes down to. You make those proper adjustments, and all of a sudden, yeah. it puts you in a whole nother stratosphere. Make adjustments. Been, don't be like Nagy. Big facts. Big facts. It has been your boy Pride. Uh, Mike, thank you for being here. We will be back here Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 Central. We'll see y'all then. Be safe. Knew where that was going. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. The handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. Two to show. Tommy, center field, let's watch it go! Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.